Is there not an entire section on this subject? No, yes, but I may have changed my mind in the meantime on that, so it's unfair. I may have, I may have changed my mind about Mithra, for example. Is, is, your, is your book for sale about it? Yes, sir. What have you ever asked God for forgiveness? <laughs> I'm not sure I have. I just go and try and do a better job from there. I don't think so. Let me tell you, 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 let me Sorry, this is coming out a little bit late. I had some technical dish, technical, let's try not to say two words at once. I had technical issues or technical difficulties. Try to say them together, you get technical issues um, with my cameras last night. And so I just kind of scrapped it and went to bed. And now here we are. It is late in the evening on Monday night, but we... Uh, as they say, the show must go on, right? So we're going to jump in, uh, talk about a few things from last week. Um, I always feel like I'm, I'm catching up because everybody else talks about this stuff early on and I get it towards the end of the week and beginning of the next week. So, But, you know, uh, you guys, however many of you are listening or watching, still listen and watch. So I'm encouraged, uh, even if it's only the five of you or four, three, however many. But so uh, the Democrats are going to go ahead with this impeachment thing. So last week, early in the week, they uh, delivered the articles of impeachment, which are basically um, orange man bad. We don't like him. He hurts our feelings. Um, the, literally, as you listen to the people who are experts on this stuff, which I absolutely am not, but there are plenty of people who know what they're talking about. There's nothing worthy of impeachment in these articles of impeachment. And again, they're, they're coming to the Senate going, well, we should get some more evidence and, and more witnesses and stuff. But wait, you've already impeached him in the house. And now you're coming here to investigate more supposedly you have all the evidence you need this is the ridiculousness that it is and i saw i can't remember there's there's a guy that a really bad teacher that i follow she follows him and retweets him all the time and so i catch little bits and stuff that he and i mean he he's going on about this is not right versus left this is not democrat versus republican this is this is absolutely partisan there is no part of this that is actually founded in the reality of what this president has done. Now, again, I am I, I hate the fact that I have to qualify this with every time I talk about him, but I am not a fan of Donald Trump. I'm not. I didn't vote for him to begin with. I'm still not 100% sure I'm going to vote for him this time around. I definitely am not voting for any of the Democrats. And again, before you say, well, a no vote for Trump is a vote for the Democrats, a no vote is a for the Democrats is a vote for Trump, so you're welcome. Uh, so I'll, I'll take care of that for you. I won't vote for them just so he gets that vote. Uh, so, 
But again, this is this is all completely partisan. This is completely party lines down the middle, and it is absolutely ridiculous. In my view, in my the from where I'm standing as just average Joe American that I mean, I know a little I pay attention to politics. I would not by any means say I'm an expert. I did not major in political science. I didn't even go to college. So I yeah, I what I know I know from paying attention and high school civics class. This president has done nothing to be impeached for. At this point, that that's a given. And this is it's it's a ridiculous waste of taxpayer money. And again, as you watch, I, I love listening to Ben Shapiro talk about this because as you watch these guys and you see what's happening, and what's going on, you see the fact that, you know, all the Democrats are like, oh, this is so um, this is so solemn and and sad. It's a sad occasion. It's a solemn occasion. It's so solemn and sad and and serious. And then they're they're you know, laughing it up and giggling the next minute because they're so excited that, that they're, you know, impeaching this president. And so the same way it was with Bill Clinton, there's very slim chance he's going to be removed from office. So he gets a little asterisk by his name. I'm impeached. And of course he went off on his little rant. I was impeached for a perfect phone call. Well, okay. Grow up, Mr. Trump. You know, I've said it from the beginning. I'll say it. I, someone needs to take away his Twitter account. They need to lock it down. And this dude needs to act more like a 70-year-old than a 7-year-old on an elementary school playground. Because that's what he is. I mean, he really is. It's This is by far a, the most immature man-child I've ever watched. I, I, I deal with a lot of trolls on Twitter and Donald J. Trump takes the cake in, uh, immaturity. And, and, you know, again, uh, and I'm sure there, there are people that you listen to that you like and so on that are, are name callers. Ben, you know, I don't know that Ben Shapiro calls people names a lot, but, um, I love my guys at cross politic, but they do, you know, Tommy Harris. And uh, I will, I don't, I love you guys. Highly unlikely that any of them are watching this. I wish they would. Um, watch and share. I'll I'll I'll, I'll tag you, Knox. Um, I don't I don't find anything beneficial in name calling. So I call these people by their name. I find name calling immature um, and unproductive. And so there it is out there. I'm yeah. But so, and, and I completely lost my train of thought because I had to go to my disclaimer that I'm not a Trump fan. But again, he's done nothing worthy of impeachment. This is just partisan politics. You know, the Democrats from the day he was inaugurated, from the day he was elected and was the president elect, they've been talking about impeaching this guy. So, you know. What's the point? There is no point. This is this is political theater uh, at its finest, and it's actually it's political theater at its worst. I, I mean, I've seen elementary school uh, plays with better uh, acting and 
uh, production value than what we have going on here. So a um, couple of weeks, we'll, we'll watch it. We'll see what happens. We'll comment on it as it goes on. Um, but uh, again, the most, the most, most, the most pointless uh, impeachment process in the history of the United States. All because orange man bad and he hurt my feelings and show me on the doll where the orange man hurt you. And that's really it. That's the, that's the bottom line on this thing. You know, by the way, there was a debate. Um, I, I honestly don't know what was said in the debate because all of the highlight. I'm not watching it. There's no way I'm going to sit down and watch two. I watched like 25 minutes of the first one with all kind of people on it. I'm, there's no way, um, you know, there's no people of color on that stage. So, um, why would I watch it? What it's, it's not diverse enough, right? Um, because apparently the Democrats are racist and they don't have enough diversity in their Wait, I thought the GOP was a party of old white men. Um, but now I guess the Democrats, a party of old white women and Bernie. Uh, so, but the, the big deal of the debate was this whole issue between Bernie Sanders and, uh, Liz Warren. Um, she apparently said in, in a private conversation that he had told her that a woman can't be president. And so this whole thing, and it was just insane to, and I've watched the clips and so on and listened to multiple times, but to watch the way that CNN, I mean, again, here we have to, I'm, I'm not a fan of Bernie, but I'm about to defend Bernie, uh, which is ridiculous that I have to do this. But thanks, CNN, um, for, for making me defend Bernie Sanders in this. But so apparently, private conversation, he says, she said, this is all we got. But Liz said that he told her a woman can't be president. So CNN asked him specifically. Did you say that a woman, and he said, no, I never said that. Never would I say that. Everybody who knows me, they know I would not say that. And, uh, and I would never say that a woman cannot be the president and uh, exit, uh, uh, what's, who's that? He reminds me of the old cartoon Aardvark. I can't remember his name, and he used to have like a, a catchphrase. But, um, so yeah, Bernie's like, I did not say that. I would not ever say that. Uh, and uh, I would love to have a woman be president and Liz can be my vice president, basically. Um, so, and I, I would not doubt that that would be a ticket that we could possibly see. But so at the end, the CNN reporter, <laughs> this was amazing. This is, the, and CNN wonders why the Babylon Bee uh is their their primary rival because everything they do is fake. She says to him, well, let me make this clear, Senator, you never said this. And he said, I, no, I did not ever say this. So, Senator Warren, uh, how did you feel when Bernie Sanders told you that woman can't be president? Literally went down the, the track of when did you stop beating your wife? Insinuate, I mean, literally just called out Bernie as a liar. Just, I mean, with, without saying you're a liar, that CNN commentator, moderator, who I don't even know what her name was, um, was like, okay, so now that we've got Bernie on, on uh, 
on camera lying on record. How did you feel when he said to you this, that we don't believe him when he says he didn't say it? And I mean, the, I've not, I've not seen anything so blatantly manipulative, uh, so blatantly, um, corrupt as that. I mean, they literally just boosted Liz Warren immensely with this, just the one statement. And then she's like, oh, well, I disagreed and blah, blah, blah. And then the crazy thing is, is at the very end, she walks over to him and says, I think you called me a liar on national TV. I mean, and Bernie's like, and, and to his credit, Bernie's like, I'm not going to do this now. We all do. We will talk about this later. Um, and he kind of, but literally, I mean, and he, he did make the comment, you called me a liar. You and CNN and, you know, at now half of social media is sharing this and passing this on and calling Bernie a liar. Now, again, I wasn't there. I don't know. I mean, they're politicians. They're all liars at this point. I, I wish I knew at what point in time in our nation's history we got to the point where it was just like, well, you know, we, we allow our politicians to lie to us. And in some instances, we encourage it. When did we get there? When did we get to the point where we were like, well, you know, we just don't care if you tell us the truth. Just, you know, on, on one side, give us our 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 welfare checks and our food stamps and on the other side just give us our corporate tax cuts and uh you know whatever else how did we get to this place because it is ridiculous that we have managed to get to this place where literally i mean we get the he said she said the insinuation on the floor is that bernie is a liar and liz goes over there going well you called me a liar uh, yeah, hi, pot, this is the kettle, you're black. This is the most ridiculous thing in the world. And I, and the only thing that I can say is, again, as with every other one of the Democratic debates that we have seen up to this point, the winner is Donald J. Trump. Because what this did is just, again, made all of them look bad, and nobody wants any of them. So and I guess there are still some people who want some of them. But it's the most ridiculous thing ever. And so, uh, again, and somewhere in there was Amy Klobuchar and Pete Buttigieg. And, again, Christians, watch out for that Pete Buttigieg guy. I don't know what's going on with him. I think he's moving up in some polls and moving down in others. But he is, as far as Democratic candidates, I would say he is the most dangerous and I've said it before, and I said it, I think I just, I even said it last week or the week before that. Pete's the most dangerous. If he gets a nomination, I don't believe he will. But if he does, he's the most dangerous one of these guys to get in there because the, the state of the American church is enough that he claims to be Christian. There are people who are liberal Christian enough that may come out and, and just might vote for him. So, and then again, there's going to be a bunch of people who will be, oh, let me vote for our first gay president. That, that's what I, I'm, okay. I, it, it slipped my mind there. I knew there was something I wanted to talk about and I forgot about it. And I've been racking my brain trying to remember it. Last week, Michael Knowles, uh, 
did a bit, and I, I didn't see it. I heard it. It was I don't know where. I don't even know where I heard it. I don't know if it was on. I was listening to. It might have been right after a Ben Shapiro uh, podcast or something. Somewhere I heard Michael Knowles. I'm pretty sure it's Michael Knowles. Um, if it wasn't Michael Knowles, then my hearing is going, and I apologize to whoever it was. But made this did a, a clip. Go look for it. Donna Trump. Um, and I love this. I do because what it what he talked about, and I, I won't do it justice. Um, go find the YouTube or wherever. Find where Michael Knowles did this. But he basically essentially said. Um, I, I, let me, let me get out of there for a second. Uh, we don't need that picture anymore and I'm not going to talk about the next thing yet. Uh, so basically said, here's the deal. If Donald Trump wants the, the, the greatest troll ever, and I really, really, really would love to see this happen. Uh, Donald Trump come out one day and just say one morning, come out to the Rose garden and address the press and say, Today, I identify as Donna Trump. I identify as a female. Uh, for, for, and, you know, just that day, do it. I'm now, I'm changing my name. I'm Donna Trump. And this is what happens. Because of the fact that everything on the left says gender is fluid, they can't say he doesn't. They can't say he's faking it because if that's the case, then we can't believe any of the other ones. We can't believe Caitlyn. We can't believe uh, Chelsea. We can't believe any of these people who are dudes that feel pretty or the other way around. That the, the, the dude who got pregnant from a female sperm donor, which is all just backwards and screwed up. We'll check last week's episode on that. Um, but so either they have to accept it or they have to reject everybody else. That has come out and said it because gender is fluid. You can just at any given time you can say, and here's what that does. It if he were to do that, he could steal away from Liz Warren, Amy Klobuchar, uh, Hillary Clinton, anybody else who thinks they might, Kamala Harris, whatever. He'd be the first female president, and according to their logic and by their standard, they would have to accept that. If he's still married to Melania. Then he becomes the first lesbian president, the first openly gay president of the United States. Um, becomes the first transgender president. Uh, he yeah, so all the, those things, um, and then he just gets to turn around the next day and go, "Oh well, you know what? I'm I'm over it. I'm Donald now," and that's it. And he he yeah, takes all of that out out of out of play. All the historical things that these people could do if they're going to maintain a standard of consistency in their worldview. Otherwise, he blows it all up and exposes it for the ridiculousness that it is. So, here's my, uh, I think we need to, I'm, I, I may just go to the, and start a White House, White House, White House petition to have the president come out one day. As, as transgender and become Donna Trump because that would be amazing. So again, I, I gave you that a little bit. Go check out Michael Knowles does it because he, he, he walked that through so much better. I literally, I, I kid you not, I was driving and I had to pull over because I was laughing. I was laughing so hard. I, I literally pulled my, my truck over because my, I was in my work truck. and to pull my work truck over and just laugh. And just just cut up and just listen because it was hilarious. 
So check that out. But that brings me to my last thing, and we'll we'll talk about something positive for a little bit here before we finish up the show. Um, G3 conference was this week. You missed it. Sorry, I missed it. All my favorite people were hanging out at the G3 conference, and I was here, well, hanging out with my actual favorite people, wife, daughter, family, church, um, but all the pe- my favorite, uh, do I call them personalities? I don't know. I mean, cross-politic guys, Gabe, Toby, Chuck Knox, uh, favorite show to listen to, um, Dr. James White, Douglas Wilson, um, Omaha, uh, Virgil, what's his last name? <laughs> Walker and Daryl Harrison, uh, the just thinking podcast guys. Sorry. Um, I, you know, uh, uh, anybody with a, with a better podcast would have pulled up your names and had them in front of me, but I know who you are. Um, I just, there we go. My phone is ringing. Hi, what's that? Um, I will call you back. Back. That's my wife. And uh, so there you go. Just all unprofessional podcasting. That is the evangelical norm. So um, all this was going on. I haven't watched much of it except for the cross politic house party where they kind of hung out. And I haven't seen the subscribers portion. I'm a club member, so I'm going to go see the rest of it um, here in a little bit. But uh, yeah, go check that out. Check out cross politics thing they did with with daryl harrison and doug wilson james white all just kind of hanging out in the living room chit-chatting um and then i'm trying to i'm hoping that i'll be able to get the live show for just thinking uh google play it would not download for me today it would uh um it just i couldn't get it um tried downloading it tried playing it everything it would buffer for a minute and stop so i'm hoping to get uh, go check that out um a couple other groups did live shows from g3 i think james white did a live dividing line from from uh from g3 um i think wretched might have something live coming from there but i'm really interested in going and checking out the the talks and stuff like that josh bice um tons of people vody balcom spoke so uh, and as I watch those and see those, I'll kind of comment on them over the next, probably next week. I might do some on the master's dog. I, I can't imagine that there's anything I'm going to disagree with that is worthy of being on the master's dog. Um, but maybe we'll make an exception for something good. Um, or we'll just talk about it on this show next week. So uh, all kinds of stuff that you can go check out for G3. And they've already got early bird pricing for next year's which I'm going to talk to my wife and see if we may be able to finagle that. Or if I can't get my wife to go, maybe I can convince uh, our executive pastor, Dan, to uh, do an elders trip to there. So, um, yeah, go check that out. See what you think. I, I mean, lots of good stuff there, but I, I really love the cross-politics show from today. And, uh, and you can check that out. So this is going to be some stuff that is coming up over the next couple of weeks on the show. Uh, another thing, I will be doing an episode of the Master's Dog coming up here. I don't know if Saints Unscripted managed to do something or if I screwed something up or what, but my, my notifications for them got turned off. And uh, I thought they didn't do a Faith and Beliefs episode last week, but they did. I finally saw it. And um, so here, be dropping in just a couple hours as well. 
I will have a Master's Dog episode responding to the latest episode of uh, Faith and Beliefs on Saints Unscripted. So uh, be on the lookout for that, and I hope this one was uh, helpful and useful and entertaining or at least a distraction from some other mundane task that you had to do and uh, was somehow beneficial to your life to hang out with me for the last 30 minutes or so. So as always, preach the gospel at all times, use words, they are necessary, and until next time, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm -hmm.